This is a Dalarna University production. Uh, we'd like to tell you about a project that we've developed together on creating a pharmacy in a virtual world, and the virtual world we used in, in this project was Second Life. First of all, I'd just like to explain that this project is a collaborative project between the Centre for Teaching and Learning at Dumier University, where we are educational developers, educational technologists, and the um, pharmacy program at Dumier University, where the teachers have been involved in using this virtual pharmacy on their courses. Perhaps I should also add that the pharmacy program is um, it's a distance program. It goes online where students work, uh, they work at home and they come into the university approximately two times per uh, semester for practical laboratory work. So why did we decide to create a pharmacy in Second Life? Some people might think this was a little um, strange, but for us it was the need to develop um, or to uh, train communication skills to the pharmacy students. Since they're distance students, they don't have as much opportunity as uh, students on campus for training the communication skills they need to deal with customers, to be able to give advice and to, for their future work. The communication training had been done earlier using role plays, both in the classroom and using Adobe Connect. But on evaluations from students, they have all commented that the role plays in the classroom didn't really work for them. It, they felt very, it was very difficult for them to visualize themselves as pharmacists when they could see, okay, this is my uh, fellow student here. So they, they weren't particularly satisfied with how we were doing role plays. So we decided to develop this virtual pharmacy in Second Life so that they could be uh, in uh, what was to them an authentic learning environment. Okay. Some important aims that we had for the project before we started was that for the Centre for Teaching and Learning, we needed to gain much more experience on uh, what, is, what is necessary, um, how could we uh, strengthen the communication exercises that existed, what kind of support were the teachers going to need if they were going to start working in a virtual environment? What kind of support were the students going to need to be able to develop their avatars and to work in this virtual environment? And luckily, we were able to apply for special funding from the Flexible Education Project at Union University. Otherwise, I realized that it's very difficult to uh, to develop this kind of environment on the normal funding that you receive. Yes, and I'm going to talk about the building process in Second Life and also uh, very short on the introduction of the students. And I'm going to show a film of the pharmacy. So before I started to build anything in uh, Second Life, I had a couple of meetings with Hanna, uh, where uh, she could specify her, her needs for the course, and I could get a sense of what the environment should look like. And 
we also established a collaboration with Scott Diener from the University of Auckland that has an extensive knowledge in the ped pedagogical use of Second Life. And uh, the collaboration with Scott also led to us building the pharmacy on an island owned by uh, the University of Auckland. Uh, while Second Life offers great possibilities to build abstract fantasy world, worlds, what we wanted to do here was to build, to build a realistic environment. So my job started with uh, going down to uh, the local hospital pharmacy and taking photos of uh, interior and shelves and, and so on. And after, after that I started to make drawings based on the meetings that I had with Hannah and the photos that, that I had taken at the pharmacy. Uh, and they say that Second Life has a steep learning curve and for me that uh, had never used Second Life and uh, with limited 3D modeling skills I, I have built a kitchen on IKEA's home planner. Uh, uh, so this learning curve at the beginning felt almost like a straight vertical line. But it was very hard. Uh, but with great help from online resources and from Scott Diener at Open University uh, I soon got pretty fast on, on building object, objects in Second Life. And I should say here also that uh, the pharmacy at this point uh, haven't got uh, any interactivity. Uh, what we have built now is a realistic environment, but uh, that we hope in time will also have uh, or give the students possibilities to pick up things from the shelves and perhaps also to connect the computers in the virtual pharmacy to software used in real pharmacies. And uh, long before the building process started, we did a lot of research on the pedagogical use of Second Life. And the frequently recurring fact is this steep learning curve and how long it takes uh, for students to get used on how to control your avatar in in a 3D world, and especially if they haven't used similar platforms earlier. So with that in mind, we decided to uh, design an introduction for the students that would give them the skills that they would need to complete the Second Life section in Hannah's course. So we gathered all the students in a computer lab in Umeå and guided them through a number of important aspects on how to control your avatar, uh, how to communicate, how, how do they configure their computers when at home, and perhaps the most important thing of all, how to dress your avatar. Uh, and that's an important uh, <laughs> fact also, because the avatar in Second Life is in a sense an extension of yourself and you have to have some sort of connection. Yes, that was a short summary on, on how we built the pharmacy and how we introduced the students to it. So I'm going to talk a bit about 
the assignment that we did in Second Life, and uh, it was an assignment in uh, the course Pharmacotherapy in the Elderly, and uh, that is a course in the third year, uh, an elective course in the Bachelor of Pharmacy program. And this is a role play that uh, before we, we did this uh, written instead, uh, and uh, for this uh, project we put this role play in Second Life. So the student plays the role of the pharmacist, and I, as a teacher, I play uh, the role of a customer. I am a daughter of uh, an Alzheimer's patient, uh, and the student has to provide me with information about uh, medication uh, regarding medication for Alzheimer's disease. And I'm very worried, and I have a lot of questions for this uh, this pharmacist. Uh, and the, the role play was recorded, we used Camtasia, uh, and I assessed it uh, in, in Second Life. Uh, what we also did was we had an uh, instant individual uh, feedback from me uh, in Second Life. So first we did this uh, communication uh, with uh, the pharmacist and me, we, we had this uh, communication and then afterwards we went into a room that you saw on the end of the film that I <laughs> showed you, uh, where we sat down and the students got this uh, instant feedback. And we also included a group discussion in this afterwards when everybody had done this. Uh, we had a group discussion where we showed some of the some film clips and discussed around it. And as Hans-Erik said, we, we introduced the students with a face-to-face -face introduction uh, and then we did uh, a follow-up and evaluation using questionnaires and focus groups and uh, observations also. Uh, and for me as a teacher, from my perspective, this was a very, very positive thing to do. Um, and I'm going to talk about three things that I, I thought was really interesting in this. Uh, the first thing is the time, because I, I expected that it was going to be very time-consuming, this whole thing. But uh, when I do this in a written way, I have to read all the, the students' uh, assignments, and I have to mark them, and I have to give written feedback. And that takes a lot of time, too. So in this uh, assignment, the students come into the, the uh, pharmacy, and it takes around 30, 20 to 30 minutes for each uh, student to do the whole role play and to give them feedback. So I think that, that was uh, quite an acceptable time limit. And uh, I also think that this instant feedback that I gave us, the students, that was uh, a bit unexpected, <laughs> the best part of the whole, uh, whole thing. Because we sat down and I could discuss with them why they had to uh, to tell me and motivate why why did I choose to tell the patient this and why did I choose not to tell them this and this I have never seen in the written I have never had the, the possibility to discuss this with the students so that was a really really good thing uh, for me and for the students too um, and then I also have to to bring up the, the third thing and that is the technical support because that was very important for me to have uh, the support from in this case, uh, before and during and after this uh, this uh, role play. So that's very important to think about. And from the students' uh, perspective, 
the students in this um, in this project they had they could choose if they wanted to do this in Second Life or if they wanted to do, to do it the written way as we had done before. And uh, around half of the students they chose to do it in Second Life, and the other half wanted to write instead. And uh, perhaps not surprising, the, the ones that you choose to do uh, to do this in Second Life, they were very well motivated and they were enthusiastic and positive, uh, and really, really, really gave positive feedback uh, to me instantly after this uh, role play. Um, they. Uh, they saw a lot of clear advantages with these activities in, in the virtual world, and they they wanted more more uh, of, of this kind of uh, uh, assignments during the program. And they thought they also uh, thought that this with the introduction and support was very very important. Um, it's quite interesting. They didn't. They didn't explore any other aspects of second life. They just went into the pharmacy, and they perhaps they changed clothes, <laughs> and they put on a white coat, and they tried to sit down and stand up uh, so that they could do this assignment because they had to sit down to do it, and that is <laughs> a bit tricky if you're not used to that. So they did that, and, and nothing more. Um, and these are some comments from students. Um, as I said, they were positive. They compared it with Adobe Connect and uh, role-playing in, in the classroom, which they had tried during, uh, during the program. And they said that this was easier and uh, it was easier to give advice to an avatar compared to do it to a friend in the classroom, for example. And they also uh, say that it's a good learning experience and that it felt real, which is really interesting, I think. And of course, some some students they choose to do uh, a written assignment instead, and, and they are of course uh, perhaps even more interested <laughs> interesting to to hear their voices and what, why do they choose to do this in a written way instead? Uh, and a lot of the students they said they uh, had problems with the technique and there were technical obstacles. It could be an unstable internet, uh, it could be the graphics, or it could be the sound. Oops. And um, these were the, the technical problems that came up. Uh, but then there are some pe some students, and they are not so many, and I think there are two... No, my God, just making such a noise. <laughs> the two uh, um, uh, things on last comments. I think they are from the same person, but I have no evidence for that. <laughs> but uh, at least one person that thinks that this is a very unnecessary, very silly, uh, doesn't understand it at all, and has a real problem with going into a virtual world. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's scary and uh, really uh, they don't want anything to do with it. So you have to have a sort of, you have to deal with this sort of uh, thinking too, of course. Especially the, the last comment, I think, was uh, was interesting. There are, of course, there are of course people who are very negative, and uh, we have to respect they don't wish to work in a virtual world. It's just not something for them. So we have um, always offered an alternative to working in Second Life for those who absolutely refuse to do it. 
there are some uh, challenges, of course, uh, involved in using Second Life. First of all, we have tried with one uh, group of students giving them, as, as Hans-Jerk explained, uh, an introduction face-to-face uh, -face when they are on campus for, for other uh, courses. <laughs> and we've also tried doing an online introduction where they could uh, look at films, use the help information that's offered. And we found that the face-to-face -face introduction works much better than doing it online. And I think I intend to interview more students about this. But one of the reasons is that when they're sitting in the classroom and they're learning how to create their avatars and change their hairstyle, they can also discuss their apprehensions and fears with each other. Because we have had, in some introductions, students who have been extremely negative when they walk in and sit in front of their computer and say, well, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this. And then after half an hour or so, it was, oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> so they do, if they can discuss this with their, their fellow students, they do change their minds very often. So I think that when we continue, we'll be using face-to-face -face introductions as opposed to online introductions. Uh, the question of support is also vital, that for both teachers and students, they must know that they have someone to call, some help they can get when they really can't get their headsets to work or there's something that they can't figure out. And some students have technical problems with particularly sound, also with uh, bandwidth if they're working from home, and graphics if they have, for example, very, um, very small computers that they use for carrying around. The, the graphics were very often insufficient, they just couldn't work in second life. And as earlier mentioned, it is a steep learning curve for both students and for teachers. So I wouldn't, really wouldn't advise using this on a shorter course, but since the, the pharmaceutical science program is a long program, the students study for three years, we introduce it in several courses over the period of the program. So for the students, they get used to their avatar, they can begin to identify with it and use it uh, in several different courses for communications. There are always students and teachers who will not participate, and I feel that virtual worlds have a very important function to fill when it comes to uh, immersive authentic learning environments, particularly for distance students who don't have the same opportunities as campus students. But uh, there are technical problems, particularly with, um, for example, with iPads, that there is no app for Second Life at the moment. There is also the question of uh, commercial uh, virtual worlds. The, um, the companies involved are not always very receptive to the needs of educators. They drive, it's a commercial operation for them and they're not very receptive. So we will be moving into, so we will be moving into OpenSim this year, which OpenSim is um, it's, I was going to say it's free, but it's not free. <laughs> There's not, no such thing as anything that's free. It's open source, but we will have more control over the process. And we'll also be able to eliminate the uh, question of sexual, uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> content that you can find in Second Life. <laughs> so we are moving into OpenSIM to, to make a more stable environment and have better control over it for the students. Uh, there are other programs, other courses now in the pharmacy program, among others, uh, clinical pharmacy, 
where the students go into the hospital environment that's in Second Life to do the patient rounds together with doctors and with uh, pharmacists. And the nursing program and the medical program in Union have also uh, shown an interest for building a joint center in uh, Open City. Do we have time to show another short film? It's just 20 minutes. We'd like to just show a film of the, the interaction that Hannah described between the pharmacists and the students. The students have agreed that we can show this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Questions? 